0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a podcast from BBC Studios, a commercial subsidiary of the BBC.
1: Are you one of those people that that bakes to relax? Do you find it relaxing?
2: Bakes. I bake to eat, love. I bake to. Eat, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna dig yourself some
3: damage. That's for sure. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, never mind the gabba gone. Yeah.
2: Oh. Exactly. It's... Put the bog roll in the freezer. Yeah. No fun. That's if you can get any. <laughs>
3: I'm Kate and I'm Kate and we are Pitch of Numb and this is The The Magic Magic Ingredient. Ingredient. Magic Ingredient's a little bit different this week though guys because we're on lockdown. We're still in our living room. We are. Um, Kate is annoying me and I am annoying Kate. Even though we've been together for 15 years, living, breathing, working together during all of that time, we seem to be annoying each other even more at the minute. Yep. yeah. Well, you're annoying me more. No, you're annoying me. Anyway, yes, you can see where that's going to go very, very quickly. So this week's guest is Dr. Range. everyone's TV doctor that everyone yes. wants to know. However, Kate, it's mailbag time. Okay. We're going to talk about some of these questions that lots and lots and lots of people have been We've asking. Had lots
1: of questions.
3: Everyone's we, stuck at home. I know. It's been far busier than it usually is because everybody is stuck at home. Mm-hmm, it is. Which, for some people, is quite a joy because they get to cook, hooray! But that means they've got more questions, yep. boo. But we're here to help you, yay! Anyway, stop! What's going on with me today? My boos and my a's—I do not know. So, Kate, I have some questions. Okay, are you ready? I do a drum roll. I was born ready. Really? No. Come <laughs> on. I do a drum roll. I'll ready my... myself. Though i I do a drum roll, but my incessant tapping will only annoy you further than I am already today. That's just glum. And First as people can probably tell the tone of my voice. I've been winding her up something <laughs> rotten today. Anyway, question from Emma, who reads all the time about ham and pea soup. Or oh, I would say pea and ham soup, but some people say ham and pea soup. Where somebody used a gammon joint and mushy peas. Does anyone know anything about a recipe like this, please? We do. And it's actually one of my favourite soup recipes.
1: Yep, it is. Um, You can use either dried peas or tin mushy peas.
3: So you can just open a tin of mushy peas and put them in? You
1: can, yep. Oh, okay. All you need to do is boil your gammon joint with some carrots, onions, celery, um,
3: bay leaf. um... Sorry, can I just point out for people that are listening, and this probably won't make the edit but um, Kate put baby and a baby leaf in her notes. No, a baby leaf of what? It's autocorrect. <laughs> I didn't mean a
1: baby leaf. A baby leaf. <laughs> so,
3: Sorry, Kate. Onion,
1: celery and a bay leaf. Oh. Um, then you want to cook your gammon. You want to keep the liquid from your gammon when you've cooked it. Add a stock cube to that. Yep. Then throw in your pre-soaked peas. Gotcha, yeah. In the or, peas, or you can just chuck in a couple of tins of mushy peas, yeah. Yep, leave all the veg in the stock that you've cooked your gammon in. Um, then just boil it for about 20, 20 minutes yeah. or so. Chop up your ham, yeah. Your gammon, yeah. Throw that in, and then if you like it chunky, just take a, some of the veg and ham out, blitz the rest of the pan. Throw your chunky veg back in.
3: Or if you like it smooth. If you like it smooth, just blitz the whole lot. That's clever. That's it. However, should people soak their gammon? Because gammon can be quite salty. It can be, yes. So, yeah, you could probably to be on the safe side. So what would you do when just I say soak the gammon? What you would, would you do?
1: Put it in a bowl of cold water overnight mm-hmm. or a pan of cold water overnight. Um, in the morning, rinse it off. And then it's ready to boil to cook.
3: I have a separate piece of advice where gammon and ham is concerned, especially joints of it. So I've been guilty of doing this more than <laughs> once. And Kate started to laugh because she knows exactly what I'm going to say. So once you've taken the gammon out of the wrapper, there's actually another piece of wrapper on the gammon that most people don't see. When I say most people, you mean you. I mean me. <laughs> Um, but there's actually a, a clear plastic collar around the outside. And it's quite easy to not see it because it's practically invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, just make sure you cut it off before you notice. Because, yep. yeah, you don't want to boil that plastic collar, um, as I have done a few times. It's happened more than once. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Next question, Kate. Okay. Lots of recipe questions today. Mm-hmm. Lots of leeks and gammons and quite interesting so Rebecca is says so I've got chicken leeks and gammon could I use the gammon instead of the ham for the pie so I think Rebecca's talking about our chicken leek and ham the chicken leek and ham pie yes Mm -hmm. that's what she's talking about can she swap the gammon in for the ham and can she swap mashed potato instead of the pastry first of all mashed potato yes
1: really nice on top of any pie it's like a Cottage pie sort of mm-hmm. topping going on. Um gammon, yes, you can use it, it's fine. Just cook the gammon the way you would normally. If it's a gammon steak, just like grill it or put it in the oven. Um if it's a gammon joint, just boil it for about an hour or so, isn't it? One of the small joints. Yeah. Um You could
3: also use bacon though as well, couldn't you? you just could. fry for a bit of bacon. Yeah, you could pop do, it yeah. in there instead. Or even omit it completely yeah. and have chicken and leek yep. or mushrooms or whatever yeah. you want, really. Yep. So with the gammon, when when the
1: gammon's cooked, um, just cut it into chunks and then just use it exactly the same way as you would the ham in the
3: recipe. Clever, Kate. So that's all of everyone's questions, Kate. I'm out of mail. We have lots of questions every week now. I know, because everyone's inside. It's difficult to pick. It is difficult to pick. Um, those that we did pick will be getting in touch with you, be getting a goodie bag in the post. And also, keep asking. Um, we, we need lots and lots and lots of questions. So um, the harder the better. I like giving Kate a really hard time. Yeah. She loves difficult questions. <laughs> Not. Oh, no, she do, you do, actually. I don't like. mind. You don't mind. Anyway, yeah, yeah. go on. Ask us more questions and we'll give you more answers. It's pretty simple, yeah. isn't it? So, Kate, this week's guest, we had Dr Range joining us. We did. For a bit of a chinwag. In the rather unusual way of via Zoom. Yeah, not our usual way of doing things. I know I'm really good if we didn't get to cook for him. I know. But we've given him a really good recipe. We have. And actually, this recipe is very, very, very nice. It is. Are you just agreeing with me? No, I am agreeing with you. <laughs> Getting on my wick, Allinson. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Dr. Range and he's been on this morning, he's been everywhere. I think he's, to me, he's nearly as well known as Dr. Hilary Jones. (laughs) He brought a magic ingredient, which which caused a bit of... I knew, I knew somebody would pick this particular ingredient. It caused a bit of amusement. Yes, when you, um, yes, yes, it's quite a funny one. (laughs) Yes, so. So without no further ado, Dr. Rancher
1: is amusing magic ingredients.
3: Everyone kind of knows you for kind of like as this TV personality but at the same time you're an actual doctor who is most probably working at the minute.
2: Yeah, so um, I call it my day job. I'm an NHS emergency paediatrician. That's what I do um, during the day. And then out of hours, as you said, um, people might know me from working on telly or something like that. Um, I started off weirdly doing a lot of kids TV and now I'm sort of branching up into what I call grown-up telly, which sounds dodgy, but it's nowhere near as dodgy <laughs> as it, it sounds. Um, but yeah, I do. I do basically like medical stuff on TV. But I still do my day job. And currently, during these testing and unusual times of coronavirus, obviously I'm back in hospital a lot more and doing that. But um, yeah, it keeps me busy.
3: Yeah, I bet. I bet it does. And um, we've got a couple of friends as well who are doctors. Um, and they're certainly really, really busy at the minute. Um, and yeah, just yeah. thanks for fighting the fight. So let's talk about your magic ingredient, because that is Ooh, why we are actually here, bizarrely. Yeah. So it's slightly different to the way we usually do it. Right? So
2: my magic ingredient, a <laughs> little bit tongue in cheek, is... An aubergine! Wait we, we, we knew somebody would pick this <laughs> yes, ingredient at Yes, yes! Am I the only person that's done it? <laughs> you, you are. are. <laughs> oh, brilliant. If this was visual, there would be an emoji here right now. There, there would because- be. Because... <laughs> We all know we all know what an Aubergine emoji stands for, but this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the food, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, most yeah. certainly. Although it is the first thing that came to my mind when I heard that it was Aubergine. Literally somebody sent me the message as an emoji and I was like, Oh my How am I gonna get through this one without giggling like a schoolgirl? Why Aubergine, apart from the obvious? Um
2: comedy yeah. Um, why why aubergine <laughs> um so interestingly um aubergine i found is a very weird vegetable i mean it looks weird let's be honest um there's no vegetable that kind of tastes like it but i grew up on my mum used to make aubergine curries um so actually they're really really tasty if you know what to do with them but if you don't they're kind of a bit useless and i certainly don't really know what to do yeah. with them um yeah.
3: And they can be a but, bit slimy as slimy. well. Like, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. If you overcook yeah. them, they they go a bit soggy and a bit icky and yeah. And it, yeah, everyone I, sort of don't want that. drenches them in oil to cook yeah, them. Yeah. And that's they're, true. slippy and point. slimy and, yeah. But yeah. they can if you do it right, they can be really, really nice.
3: Yeah, really nice. They're kind of they're one of those vegetables that you car- it kind of it carries flavour.
2: Mm. So you
3: need like you need other stuff in it yeah. to make it nice. It's a bit like courgettes. Courgettes are the same, like if you overcook them, they go slimy yeah. and have a slightly horrible... It's all the slightly watery yeah. veg, isn't it? Yeah, well...
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so throw in loads and loads of spices and flavours and then it tastes all right. But um, that's why I wanted to pick aubergine because I thought, hang on a second, here's something that people don't often use, I suppose, in cooking, but I reckon could be really, really good. Aubergines could save the world. You never know.
3: They they probably could. I'm not. I'm not too sure they could at the minute.
2: But <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, no I, I'm, I'm
3: pretty sure that they could though. To be fair, there's been an awful lot of them knocking around because they're not very popular. Because mm-hmm. people people
2: ironically. don't know what to do with them. Something. Yeah, ironically, exactly. Ironically, and people don't know. What oh, to amongst do with some of us, they are quite popular actually. But never mind. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not over this side of the laptop.
1: Um... <laughs> so, <laughs> we've come up with a imam... Be- I can't even say it. Imam Bialdi. A
3: what? See, now we are going to have to explain.
1: Well, basically, it's a Turkish dish. It's a... Usually doused in olive oil, as... Aubergine's always are um but it's uh, stuffed with tomatoes tomato garlicky garlicy sauce um you can put a bit of cheese on the top to
3: melt um in the oven um I do basically a, it's a I tell you what I'll do what I'll do is I'll send a you set, a photo yeah, so, of what it looks like because that might aid this process it ever, probably so works because <laughs> this
1: is the this is the difficulty with um, doing a recipe yeah um,
3: because usually we'd be you'd be tasting it and yeah. sadly, you don't get to taste it. Can, and I'm really sad that you We don't can just get tell to. you how nice oh, it is and then you don't My get mouth to is
2: watering. Oh, look at
3: that. Yeah, it's such a pretty dish as well. Cuz aubergines it's are usually really quite... really pretty. Usually aubergines are a little bit like say what? Like what does that look like? And that will be today's soundbite. Um yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, not many people have marked up my aubergine like that, but I'll take <laughs> it. So, <laughs> these are really pretty. They look really tasty. But yeah,
3: they're sliced lengthways. We yeah. stuff them with... And you can also, you can kind of use whatever veg you've got knocking around. Um, yeah. we've put, at the moment. Yeah, Whatever the veg the is kicking around. Not literally kicking Not around. kicking around. <laughs> <laughs> but what you can get hold of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the tomato sauce is really easy to make as well. It's just, it's a really nice dish. Yeah, basically
1: all you need to do is cut your aubergine in half lengthwise. Sort of score the flesh inside without going through the skin because it just oozes out all the sauce. And then you want to spray it with a little bit of oil, season it, put it in the oven to cook. Um, And while you're doing that, you make a sauce up of sautéed onions, peppers and garlic, chuck in a tin of chopped tomatoes, add a bit of paprika and sumac, which is like a lemony Scented herb. Um, Some cinnamon, oregano and balsamic vinegar. You cook that out for a bit till it thickens. Then take your aubergine out of the oven, pour the sauce over the top and then pop it back in.
3: What dishes do you like to cook at home? Because, like, are you a... Because for some people, so some people, like, eat food to just live, Mm. but other people Mm. love food. Um. The kind of which camp would you put yourself into?
2: I adore food. I absolutely love it. I would eat all day long, every day, all week if I could. Um, Because I just, I I love eating food. I love trying different types of food. I love trying different flavours, different cuisines. Yeah, I'm all about that. Unfortunately, I don't have a huge amount of time (laughs) to do things like cook. Um, and I'm quite lazy. I hate to say I am really, really lazy when it comes to myself. Like if I'm going out to eat, I'm happy to try different things. Or if I'm going around to somebody's house, I'm not fussy at all. Um, but if it's me, cause I live by myself, so I'm not really cooking for anybody else. It's just me. And I will just usually grab something. So I'm, I'm guilty of just throwing things together quite randomly um, I'll have, like, last... Well, yesterday for lunch, I just basically had a tin of baked beans with some cheese on it. But there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Do you know
3: what? There is I, I really absolutely... Liked it. Do you know, I was talking to a group of food writers yesterday. Yeah. Um, and there was a really big discussion about food and what people are eating at the minute. And it was it was yeah. such an interesting conversation because everybody was saying, I'm having bacon, chips and beans, like, on oh. a rotational day. Oh and i think oh, like lovely. people people are loving simple things at the minute i mean yeah. we have beans on toast the other day for lunch it's just it's, it's yeah. just really easy
2: it's easy it's simple and you know you're going to like it it's a bit of a comfort food i don't eat that every single day um but i'm not i'm not particular when it comes to food i don't demonize food i don't say this is bad or that is bad for me it's all about eating things sensibly and in moderation you are allowed to have things that you love i love cake for crying out loud oh my gosh oh way to my heart is cake oh my it's your favorite cake do you like
3: to bake (laughs) or do you i do bake sometimes
2: so last week i made a lemon drizzle cake with um and i put as well as the lemon drizzle on the top, I put some raspberry jam just to give it an extra bit of oh. sweetness and tang. And I ate it all within 24 hours. <laughs> Are you one of those people um, that, that bakes
1: to relax? Do you find it relaxing? Basically? I bake
2: to eat, love. I bake to eat. <laughs> <laughs> in the evenings, I might just make a wrap or some wraps and I usually throw in some salad and some like chicken or some protein of some sort in there and add a couple of, you know, herbs and spices or sauces to it um i might make a quick stir fry um i love food that is flavorsome i love food that's got strong flavors or really spicy chili food oh i throw tabasco on everything <laughs> absolutely so everything okay. has tabasco in yeah. it at the
3: moment. do you know what um, I'm, I'm such a wuss when it comes iya. to spice but i love hot sauce and Ooh. it pretty much goes into absolutely everything oh it's great that I cook do you know what you have
2: to build yourself up though yeah because um if you if you're a spice or a, a chili virgin as we say that sounds weird um, <laughs> start <laughs> start with just a bit and then work your way up i mean that works for a lot of stuff really but start with just a bit <laughs> and then gradually build yourself up so your tolerance improves otherwise if you go straight in at the deep end you're gonna regret it the next day.
3: Yeah, you're gonna do yourself some damage. That's for sure.
2: Oh man,
3: yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, never mind the gab is gone. Yeah. Oh, exactly.
2: It's... Put the bog roll in the
3: freezer. Yeah, no fun. Let's see if you can get any. <laughs> <laughs> but does like does your does your love of, of spice come from when you were growing up?
2: Yeah, I think so.
3: Have you got like good memories around
2: food growing up? I've got weird memories around food growing up. So I grew up in, I'm from a working class background um, and my parents are obviously Indian. So we ate a lot of Indian food. And the beauty of Indian food is that obviously my mum's been brought up to make it and my dad has as well. Um, So to them, it was relatively straightforward and easy, but you can batch cook it and you can have it for several days if you need to. It's Um, And it's really, really tasty. And the thing is, the problem was, because we had it every single day, I kind of got fed up of it. Yeah, don't blame me. And I thought, I just want to eat something different. (laughs) Unfortunately, the different stuff we used to have probably wasn't the best for you. So we had a lot of fried stuff, a lot of sweet stuff. Um, Because for us, I guess partly we didn't really know what healthier food was or healthier food choices, and also it was about affordability and accessibility. So, you know, so often healthier foodstuffs are more expensive and don't keep as long. So, yeah, I kind of had lots of Indian food, lots of food that people may consider as not too great for you. I mean, I used to eat biscuits for breakfast, for crying out loud. I had biscuits and tea every morning for breakfast. That's the best thing ever. I won't <laughs> saying that to anybody now. Um But then as I grew up, I became more and more ambitious. I never had pasta till I was 19. What? 19 I don't (laughs) know. No. So as soon as I left home and went to university, my palate exploded because I got to try all this other food and I absolutely love eating food from around the globe. I still like, obviously, Indian food. That's still my, um, you know, still my creature comfort sometimes but i love thai food i love japanese food with loads and loads of soy and wasabi on it i love chinese um recently i've been really getting into sort of poke bowls you know the bowls that oh, have got loads so, and loads yeah of load, yeah we, uh, we literally we think
3: it's going to be a massive trend this year
2: everything in them and add some flavor and actually they're really nutritious as well as in they've got a lot of good stuff in there but they fill you up and they taste good um but yeah, obviously, I still love my cake. Like I still have a sweet tooth. I have a massive sweet tooth, which I inherited from when I was a kid. I'm blaming my parents for that, um, and I have to be really, really careful. Otherwise, I mean, there's the obvious that if you eat loads of it, you know, it's not great for you. But my teeth are gonna fall out, and I don't want my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like my teeth at the moment. I still got thirty-two teeth, which is four more than most people.
3: That that, that is a lot more. Well, that, is, that is that is quite impressive. I know. I, I like I that know. you've got that one. It's <laughs> like a chip.
2: <laughs> I've still got all my teeth. I've still got all my teeth.
0: <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
3: Yeah, so we, um, we put the call out that we were talking to you um, at right. the weekend, and our <laughs> Facebook group went mental. The amount of people that want to <laughs> buy you a coffee is insane. They want something?
2: to buy me a coffee? A coffee, yes.
3: yeah. This uh, is, is oh. absolutely insane, which um, I think is really nice. Lesson. That's lovely I that's think they nice. meant it In a slightly different way Of
2: Can I have a coffee uh, oh, <laughs> um, oh That's very yeah. polite though, Isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Do people still use that Sort of As a chat up Can I buy you a coffee I <laughs> do <laughs> Apparently they do Apparently don't. so <laughs> A lot of them
3: um, Oh right but yeah, Okay there's, there's an awful lot Of people want to I just thought I'd bring that To the table <laughs> you know.
2: Well now we're going To be talking about My aubergine <laughs> <laughs> Oh god
3: <laughs> so yeah we've got we've got a few a few questions yeah. and they're all pretty they're they're okay questions. there's, there's all, nothing okay. like there's nothing too in depth which is good all right um so finn i think it's finn Morrell, actually i'm pretty sure it's finn rocks <laughs> i actually know this person but still yeah it could not be so we'll just say <laughs> finn wants to know what is your favorite childhood memory of food
2: my favourite childhood oh, memories. That's a really food. deep question. That, is, that. that really is. It's so hard, as I said, hard. like my childhood food memories were either Indian food or fried food. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> so okay. One of, it's an one of my favourite things. Oh my gosh. So, okay, let's bring those two together, actually. There's an um, Indian lentil dal, um, which is made with sort of orange lentils. Um, and it's it's when you cook them it kind of becomes like a yellowy soup and then you add, add loads of spices and stuff to that put that on chips oh so good <laughs> that
3: actually so sounds like a game good. changer for lentil doll oh the
2: way. it's so lovely dal and chips it's so nice. And hey, that's one we've of got the a recipe I out there. That's say, recipe for the website. That's a definite
3: recipe out there.
2: Pour it over the chips. Oh, it's amazing. That's one of my favourite food memories from being a kid.
3: Oh, this is a really good one from Val, actually, because you're a doctor. So we can ask you this one. So right. we take vitamin D supplements from September to April during okay. this lockdown, as some foods are hard to get. Is it best to continue for a couple of more months? And what's the best food to get vitamin D from?
2: So uh, vitamin D, I'm going to go all doctory on you for a second. It's OK. Vitamin, vitamin D is important for things like bone health and stuff and immunity. And, and it's been Im- implicated in lots of other things. It's a good one. It's one we we want to make sure we're getting plenty of. There's two main ways of getting it. You either get it in your diet or you get it from exposure to the sun and your skin makes it. Unfortunately, in the UK, We don't get enough of the right kind of sun, especially during the winter and autumn, because yeah, and therefore we don't make a huge amount that way. And our diets generally aren't that good either at providing enough vitamin D. So the recommendation is during autumn and winter, it's a good idea to take a supplement, a simple supplement, 10 micrograms a day for most people is absolutely fine, especially if you're darker skinned, if you're indoors a lot or if you cover up a lot and you don't expose your skin too much. So, and also really, really important for kids under the age of five. Um, should you be taking it now while we're indoors? Probably, I, I would agree. It's not a bad idea because, as we know, it supports your immune system, which is really important right now. Plus, you're not going to be going out as much as you normally would do. And then if you do have a diet that's, you know, quite restricted or you're not sure you're getting enough from it, um, then it might be a good idea to supplement anyway. It's a small amount, 10 micrograms. It's really cheap. It's about a penny a tablet if yeah, you go to it's, the supermarket. It is it's as cheap. It is as cheap. really,
3: really cheap. Yeah. Um,
2: but it's really important to have. And, and a lot of us are actually deficient and don't even know. So you might as well try it, I
3: think. Do you know what, Kate? We've got some in the cupboard that's been there for I don't know how long. Yeah. So I, t- I take... Although then again, we take multivits and it's probably in there anyway. Yeah, it's in there.
2: It's in there. If you want to get it through food, there are... Certain foods that are rich in vitamin D, so oily fish, that's no good if you're vegan or if you're vegetarian, I suppose. Um, Eggs, mushrooms, fortified cereals, that kind of stuff has a lot of vitamin D in it. Um, But, you know, if you're just worried that you're not getting enough, just a simple cheap as chips, oh, chips again, cheap as chips (laughs) supplement, that's what you need.
3: I can see this being a thing. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to do a recipe <laughs> called Randy's chips. Yes. Yeah. Curry and chips. <laughs> curry and chips oh. you can't get. Like curry and chips. Oh. Curry chips. That's what we're gonna yeah. have to have for dinner, Kate. Yeah. Curry and <laughs> chips. Anyway, let's get let's go. Do sort of, you know I was just we're coming just to that film.
1: one. You just it. You can ask <laughs> yeah. this one. Okay, then. so this right. this one's from Barbara. Um, is there such a thing as a superfood? Or is it just a term thought up by marketing
2: teams? (laughs) Oh, gosh, you know what? If you ask any medic, uh, any reputable medic, um, the term superfood, you won't find it in any medical textbooks because it was made up. It's a marketing term. I don't, just as I don't like glorifying foods and calling them superfoods, I don't like demonising foods either. There is no such thing as good and bad. It's all about balance and moderation Have some of what you like. Life is short for crying out loud. You know, enjoy yourself. There's so many tough things happening in the world at the moment, especially right now. And for us to then go demonising food or saying, oh, you're not eating enough acai berries or quinoa, whatever the nonsense is. um, There's no such thing as a superfood. There is food that is healthier or more nutritious, let's say, than others. For example, fruit is healthier or more nutritious than chips. But that doesn't mean chips are bad, and that doesn't mean that fruit is a superfood. Um, it's all about balance. I mean, I wouldn't stick fu- fruit on my chips, probably. No. Not unless it's <laughs> tomato sauce, which is... Oh, tomato sauce, that's technically a fruit. <laughs> technically. Isn't it? One of your five a day. Tomato sauce, glass of wine, that's two of your five a day. <laughs>
3: sorted that's all we need to get through i'm making that chips. up people
2: i'm making that up don't worry so yeah no such thing as a <laughs> yeah. superfood let's throw that term away it's just food
3: eileen has got really good questions Do you want to read this one or do you want me to you, you, you can do this one if you want, you want yeah i do this one we often bicker like this, by the way. We've lived and worked with each other now for the past 15 years. It's quite funny. Wow. A lot of our friends at the minute are experiencing this for the first time. We've been like, oh, we've been like this for the
2: past 15 <laughs> Welcome years. Welcome to our world. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: 15 years of this. So get used to it. Um, oh. It's fun. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> kind of we're lucky we get on um yeah so eileen wants to know how do you maintain healthy eating habits in the current climate that's a really good question that's
2: a really good question um so my argument my personal argument is that during stressful times you can be forgiven to be to cut yourself a bit of slack especially when it comes to things like food there are already enough stresses and extra stresses and strains on your life and your well-being and your mind right now that actually don't freak out or panic about oh my gosh i've got to eat healthily because blah 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 otherwise you know right now cut yourself some slack you know eat the cake have that glass of wine don't use wine as your coping mechanism but <laughs> but you know have a little bit of what you like and makes you feel good because we could all do with some of that right now um However, in the longer term, given that we are going to be in this for a bit of time at the moment, it would be a good idea to just be careful and think about what you're eating. So think about in terms of, are you getting enough nutrition from your food? So are you getting all the right sort of vitamins and minerals and goodies that your body needs to stay healthy? Because that's really important. And secondly, you know, uh, be cost conscious because a lot of people have felt the pinch well oh, yeah boom boom <laughs> i just said pinch <laughs> a lot of people are feeling the pinch in terms of the pennies right now so think about how much your food costs and whether there are other ways of doing it and it's also very we have to be very mindful of the fact that we are going to be less active during these times um therefore you may have to slightly modify how and what you eat um but i wouldn't Personally, fret too much just try to get a nice balance of everything Uh, try to get as much nutrition in your food as you can eat the rainbow eat lots of different things Um, don't just eat comfort food but comfort food every now and again is absolutely fine I think we can all be forgiven for that
3: Would you have any advice about like dealing with stress at the minute?
2: A lot of people are experiencing an amplification uh, of any sort of mental well-being difficulties that they've had, um, anxiety being the one that's right at the top of the list at the moment. So many people are experiencing anxiety for the first time or their existing anxiety has got worse, and that's completely understandable given what's happening. And the first thing I say to people, anxiety is your body's normal response to whatever it perceives as a threat or a threatening time. So it's your body's natural defense mechanism kicking in. Sure, it's probably going into overdrive, but this is not an abnormal feeling. It's a normal feeling to have. So don't be too hard on yourself for that. Um, Unfortunately, because it's going into overdrive at the moment, you do need to perhaps put things into place just to kind of help calm it down a little bit. So different things work for different people. Um, Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling and allow your body to process it. Keep telling yourself that it's not going to be all the time and things will get better and you will feel better and you can feel better. Try relaxation exercises. So some people find things like box breathing. Um, look it up, Google it. It's like really No, it's a good one. It's, yeah. People find that it's when helpful. they're really anxious is helpful. Mindfulness techniques, they find that helpful. Um, if you're able to get out and about and get some physical activity, that can help just get that nervous frustrated energy out or just do a home workout that might help as well just walk around the living room walk it out a little bit um pay attention to your sleep as much as possible one of the things that goes out the window right now is people's routine particularly their sleeping routine and sleep actually helps your brain to process emotions and to cope with stress and anxiety and strains um so try and pay some attention to that as well don't don't Uh, neglect your sleep or scrimp on your sleep right now um, if you can and then um, as we talked about try and give your body um, all the good stuff that it needs in terms of nutrition that will help so yeah pay attention to things like um, making sure you don't uh, drink too much uh, drink too much caffeine drink too much alcohol or uh, smoking try and cut down on things like that these are little things that will help. But like I said, different things work for different people. Try One of the most important things we can all do is just talk to each other. Talk different ways of connecting like we are doing right now. Um, yeah, don't just bottle it up and try and manage it all yourself. Get it out there. Let some of that steam off. And for other people that are listening to a person that's, you know, uh, sharing something with them or going through a tough time, just give them a chance to talk. Just acknowledge what they're going through. You're not yet their therap- Therapist but you're there to be a friend. Um, And that's sometimes one of the best things that you can do for someone is just say, you know what? I ain't got all the answers, Um, but But if you ever want to chat and a cup of tea, I'm here.
3: Yeah. Just via
2: Zoom or Skype. Yes, Yes. Yes. exactly. (laughs) Zoom and Skype and house party and all that other nonsense.
3: It's amazing (laughs) though, isn't it? Like how people have connected. And I think like the way that people have connected is amazing.
2: I've never had so many parties from my kitchen before. Exactly, (laughs) right? (laughs) And quizzes. Oh my gosh, quizzes. There's quizzes coming out of my ears right now. I mean,
3: mean, a pub's going to be really popular when things go back to normal and everyone (laughs) wants to do the quiz each week.
2: Yeah, pubs, hairdressers, they're going to be really popular. I'll cut my own hair, look. Look at that! It Do you know what? You're night. looking
3: very, very dapper. For those, that, that <laughs> oh, that's can't nice. That's very kind. Okay. But you are. I, um, I was worried that I was going to end
2: up looking look 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 like a badly shorn sheep.
3: I've <laughs> got, I've got the worst roots <laughs> at the minute, and not, so is no, Kate, mine are so the worst roots so at the minute. Kate's, yeah. We're, you we're and strange. hundreds
2: and hundreds of thousands yeah. of other people. I know. They're saying
3: <laughs> that hair dye is going to be the next big. Get thing and actually I struggled to get your hair dye the yep. other day so yeah it's going to be interesting You'll <laughs> probably find it on eBay for <laughs> hundreds of pounds at some point <laughs> so Kate that was Dr. Range. it was it was so nice to talk to him it was really 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 happy uplifting, uplifting and yes. rather funny it was it was funny. I think it's it's nice to have a giggle at the minute. It is. I think it's important to have a have giggle, a bit of fun, especially well. over aubergine. <laughs> yes, I can't even say <laughs> it without laughing. Yeah. But yeah, um, absolutely hilarious. And anyway, Kate, we are going to talk about a little challenge, a little technique. Kate with her culinary <laughs> French, which usually intimidates the hell out of people, and it's actually how she used to wow me at the beginning of our relationship. <sighs> Um, she used to teach me what this colour. <laughs> yes, let me talk culinary French to you. <laughs> yeah, <that's, sorry. laughs> This actually happened. Anyway, Kate, right. we touched very briefly in the mailbag mm-hmm. upon the term Bay Marie. Yes. Should I say it with a French accent? No, I shouldn't. Cause I'm going to make an absolute tit of myself. Um, what is how? What is this? Basically, a Bay Marie is a
1: Water bath. A heated water bath. I'm glad you said heated, because I wanted to get in the bath then. No. So, Look. <laughs> so, basically, you can you can get machines that do it. Yeah. Marie in commercial kitchens and things like that. But if you're doing it at home, it's just a pan of water, well, probably about three two, three inches of water in the bottom, with a heatproof bowl over the top. Glass Pyrex ones are pretty good for it. You want the water on a simmer. Yep. Basically what
3: what you're doing is you're heating stuff in the bowl but not with direct heat. So you're heating the stuff in the bowl via steam yeah. rather, rather than, than
1: over yeah. a heat source. But
3: sort of like not with the moisture of steam. Just the just, just the heat. heat, the heat. It's yeah. quite clever actually. It is. So most people will know this technique through melting down chocolate. Mm-hmm. Or making a healthier hollandaise, yep. or making a hollandaise, or custards—another one that people yeah, would do. Egg custards, egg, egg custards. Custard, yeah, that's you
1: put a tray of with about an inch of water in the bottom in the oven.
3: Oh, you do it that creme get, too. creme brulee. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, really good way for people to learn this, bay Marie. <laughs> Uh, technique would be to melt down their Easter eggs. So if people have still got Easter eggs knocking around that they don't necessarily want to gorge on, I haven't got any left. I know I actually have. I've got one left. <laughs> I got one. I've yeah. got one left. Um, you can melt down your chocolate and mix it with your favourite cereal. Yes. To Corn make flakes. it go a bit further, Cornflakes. Corn cakes, shredded wheat,
1: rice crispy cakes.
3: Oh, they. I love a Rice Krispie cake.
1: Yeah, it's dead easy to do. Pop your chocolate in the bowl, simmer in water in the pan below, keep stirring until yep. it's all melted. Tip your cereal in, and then you want to put it either make it into little cake shapes, little yeah. balls, or you can put it in a tray, greased tray, and then let it set, turn it out, chop them up. Dead easy. And that's it? Insta dessert. Insta dessert.
3: I like the sound of that, yeah. Kate. Something that the kid, to keep the kids occupied. Yeah, because it's fairly safe too. I mean, it's just a mixing, isn't it? Yeah. As long as you're
1: adult supervision with the with the water, the hot pan. Definitely.
3: But cool. So I, I like that. I like the sound of that challenge for this week, okay. Kate. And that's that's it for this week, Kate. I'm it afraid. Is. Another week gone. But yeah, that's that's all we've got time with for next. week. that's all we've got (laughs) time time for this week week. not next week I'm getting ahead of myself you can subscribe yeah you better subscribe put it that way Um, yeah you can subscribe (laughs) you're being a little bit forceful there but yeah you can subscribe you can rate the podcast you can even leave a review if you wish quite nice it's been loads Um, and we're just wherever you will find your podcast and yeah we'll see you next week we will We'll be back. We will. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more